0: Hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, (coughs) Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. My son always complains that I sound depressed when I started out. (laughs) I'm not depressed. It's just how I talk. I'm not a very, uh, uh... Excited talker, I guess. So, hey, it's me, Sam. This is my podcast. Thanks for listening. It's more my style. Um yeah, this week is almost over and I couldn't be more happy. Um, I hate feeling like I'm kind of just looking forward to the end of the week or looking forward to the weekend. I want to live every day like meaningful, but this week has been a little rough. Sent my son away, my oldest son away for the first time to church camp and, um, I mean, the only good thing is that I've been so busy from start to end of the end of the day that I really haven't had much time to think about him being gone except for I do and it's not great. It's not a great feeling. So, um, yeah, he, I was telling somebody the other day cause they're like, what's the, why is it that you're so upset? Like he's having a good time and he's, you know, having a blast. And, um, I think what it comes down to with him is that I feel a a different type of connection. I mean, I love all my kids, but I feel a different type of connection with him because I feel like I'm the only family really that he has. He doesn't, you know, his, his biological father is, has never met him. Um, my first husband and then my second husband was in his life for a brief period of time, but is no longer, and he's really not initiated, you know, maintaining a relationship. As far as my son hasn't initiated maintaining a relationship with him, um, and so it's been kind of me and him. It's been kind of me and my son, and and even when the other kid, with the other kids, with my daughter and with the babies, it's like there's just a special. different connection with him you know it was me and him just me and him for almost three years um and then when I got remarried it was still just me and him for another two years after that and then with my husband my second husband there so he was the only he was my only kid for quite a while and um so and obviously my oldest my boy you know mama's boy type stuff so and here's the other part of it on a practical level i'm gonna need him to get back because i'm tired of doing his chores (laughs) i'm so wore out i swear i'm like run ragged this week between trying to uh keep my house together taking care of babies I also did want to take advantage of this week because what happens is, you know, my, my oldest gets a lot of attention because he's in activities and, and sp- in, uh, sports and, uh, you know, a lot of academic stuff that he's excelled at. So, he gets a lot of attention there. The babies obviously get a lot of attention because they demand it like little slave drivers. But my daughter is definitely a middle child. She as much effort as I put into it. She does unfortunately kind of catch the short end of the stick. So I wanted definitely this week to kind of take advantage of uh the time with my son gone and spend some some one-on-one time with her. And we did um Monday night. Well, here's the thing, you know, Why do we do this? Like parents, we tell ourselves that this time will be different. (laughs) This time will be better. This time will be different. No, listen, it'll never be better. It'll never be different when you take your babies to a restaurant. It'll always be bad. I'm just going to go ahead and just let you know that. Remind yourself, remind you of that. Remind myself of that. And I fell into that trap on Monday I told myself that it'd be okay and it'd be different it'd be better because it was just me and my daughter and the babies and oh we tried we went to Panera and it was a disaster first of all here's something that I thought about while I was sitting there Panera why are you so daggone expensive oh my goodness It was $30. Now, keep in mind, i ordered an entree for myself. I ordered one other entree to split between my almost two-year-old and my six-year-old. So, two entrees. (laughs) Excuse me. Two little chocolate milks. And I got a couple of cookies to buy to over because I knew it would take a little bit of time for the food to come. Twenty-six dollars. Oh yeah, I think it was more than I think it was twenty-eight even. But why? Why is it so expensive? Here's the thing that Panera has done, and it's brilliant. They've convinced people that their food is healthier. They've convinced people that their food is fresh and that it's it's better for you. So that's why you pay a little bit more. I'm gonna tell you right now. That broccoli cheddar soup comes out of a giant can in the back. I, I'll put money on it. If somebody wants to tell me different, I'd love to know it. But there's nothing in that store that's fresh. Some of the salad stuff, some of the <laughs> some of the fruit stuff maybe. But, yeah, that the soup's straight out of the can. I know it. You know it. But we, what do we do? We go in there and we pay top dollar for it like it's grandma's homemade. Uh, yeah, turkey sandwich, that came, like, straight out of a pack of frozen turkey. Like, there's just, there's nothing real fresh about it, but I chose it because out of all the other options, seemed like it'd be the, uh, most kid-friendly in the area where I was. The macaroni and cheese is kind of weird, so turns out, even though it was supposedly kid-friendly, my kids didn't even like it. Awesome. Yeah, so my two-year-old, I don't know how she doesn't starve. I think she ate one, three, three uh, macaroni noodles, uh, a bite of cookie, and a jug of chocolate milk. So, super, super high nutritional value there. But, so, then we went to, uh, like, this TJ Maxx home goods combo store. Because, you know, I decided after living in my house for pushing nine years now... I might... Uh, oh, eight years, actually. I might uh, try to make it look like I actually live there. So I bought a, a rug for my my door that's real nice. And then I got some curtains to put up in a couple of the rooms downstairs. I don't particularly love curtains because I love natural light. But I am starting to notice, like, some of these rooms at the front of my house catch a lot of the evening sun. And it's real when it's really hot, it just kind of heats the house up. So... Do you think I've hung them up yet though? No. Of course not. They're hanging up in a like in my living room. I haven't hung them up. It'll be months. I'm not lying to you. I bought my daughter curtains. Oh my This is so sad. It's been 2 years ago in in October, I think. Yeah. I still haven't hung them up because and I did better this time. I actually measured the windows, measured the width, measured the length. This is what happens. I whenever Anytime that I ever buy any type of window dressing type thing, I'm always like, Ah, yeah, I think this is the right size. No, it never, ever is. <laughs> so the curtains that I got for my daughter, they need to be hemmed like two feet. I mean, they're just like dragging the ground. And do you think I've found anybody to hem them or got around to I actually bought even went out of my way and bought some double-sided like hem tape that I could use instead of having them actually hemmed uh still haven't got around to that either they're really cute by the time I get around to doing it she'll be like in her goss phase and she won't even like them so I mean I have to do it they're pink and adorable I got to get on it because she's going to hate them and then there's going to be a waste so, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to maybe get those curtains hung up tonight. Probably not going to happen tonight either. But uh, So, yeah, that was Monday, and then uh, Tuesday we stayed in because I kind of felt like Monday was a, a little bit of a disaster. <clears throat> so we stayed in. You know what was nice with my son not being there, too, is that we just ate some random crap for dinner. Like, she ate some leftover chicken fingers from two days ago, and I ate some, uh, bacon that was from, like, Sunday or something. We just ate some random, random junk. But, so that was a quick dinner, and then, um, I did finally, on Tuesday, hear, uh, Saturday, last weekend on Saturday, my, uh, there's a couple in my church who has kind of stepped up and is basically designated themselves in the role of grandparents to my kids. And it's been incredible. They're amazing. This is what I, this is what I need in my life. And this is what any foster parent needs in their life is people to just tell them that they're helping them. Like there's don't you know, the worst thing you can ever say to a foster parent is what can I do to help I can't even think like I, I literally my brain is so just going in a hundred directions no what I need what I need and what these people did is what I need is for people to tell me this is what I'm doing to help you and then I'm like okay thank you <laughs> like I just go with it so this this couple basically said to me, we want to be in your kids' lives, we're going to be, we want to help you with them, and we want to be a part, of we want to have a relationship with them, we want to be in their lives, and we're going to be, and I was like, do it, just, yes, the more people that love my kids, the better, so uh, they uh, had the babies for the afternoon, and then um, my daughter was with her dad, so my son and I, for, for literally like seven hours, worked in the barn to get just basically six months worth of work that needed done, kind of taken care of. I have four goats. Listen, if you ever come across a video on Facebook of some goats and you're like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. We could have goats. Honey, look, look at these goats. They're so cute. Look at, honey, look at these goats. How fun they are. It wouldn't be anything to have them. Don't It's all lies. Those videos are lies. What they don't show you is that goats are incredibly smart. They get incredibly bored very easily. And so despite my fingers breaking, back breaking efforts to secure their pen so they cannot get out. I mean, I'm talking, like I said, seven hours Outside in the heat, in the barn, trying, you know, big... We did other things, but a big part of it was trying to get their pens secure because they continually get out. Uh, first of all, I got it all done and then couldn't get them to go back in their pen. Well, then on, I think, Monday night, I finally lured them in there. They were out Tuesday morning. They were just out. They're terrible. I can't keep them in there. So I did finally... Tuesday, I contacted uh, the friend of mine whose dad, her dad, I bought the goats from, and I said, "Look, I, I gave it an honest effort. Like I'm kind of embarrassed two years later to be saying you want to buy these goats back, but I can't do it anymore. They're destroying my barn. Like they're just run, they run wild and they poop and pee with no." care to where or when so there's just filth it's just gross. it's just disgusting so that's what yeah like you see these little videos these cute little pygmy goats hopping around and yeah don't be fooled don't be fooled I'm sure here's another perfect example of why don't be fooled when I text my friend to tell her that uh, could she check with her dad to see if he wanted to buy these goats back because I was done she says yeah, no problem, except for he's having emergency surgery tomorrow on his eye, because as he's loading a go into trailer, truck, whatever he's put it in, it kicks him in the face and knocks the lens out of his eye from where he's had cataract surgery in the past. So, yeah, there you go. I couldn't catch these things if I wanted to. I mean, they're as big as a deer. They're huge, and they're fast, and they're they're wild, so... I can imagine that one of them could easily kick you straight in your face. And it hurt bad. So, yeah, I haven't heard back from him yet. Because I'm sure he's recovering from eye surgery caused by a dumb goat. Now, the other two that I have are what's called fainting goats. And uh, I guess because they're smaller or maybe they're dumber. I don't know what it is. But I'm going to keep them because they don't they don't get out of their pen as much as the the big ones do. So, I'll have them... And then, uh, my dad actually was like, if, if you convince Charlie to get rid of those two big goats, I've been wanting a pygmy goat, so I'll buy him one. I was like, N- no, no, I'm not, I'm here. I'm finally getting rid of something. I'm not taking in more mounds to feed. Forget it. We might end up with a pygmy goat. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. They're so cute. They are cute. They are cute. Can't deny it. But here's the thing. They grow up and, the, and they're wild and, the, and they, you can't keep them contained. I can't at least. If somebody, I I wish somebody would help me tell me what the trick is. I feel like I've done everything. I've secured it. I've bolted. I've, I've made, I've, uh, I don't know. It's just, they're, they're really smart and they're really big and strong and they just break through. Literally, I had to fix a hinge on one of the doors because, uh, Just metal. They just broke through a metal hinge because they just barrel their heads through it until it breaks. It's insane. Um, I don't know why they don't want to stay in their pen. It's a dream come true. Fresh straw, feed, sweet, crunchy feed, fresh hay, fresh, clean water every day. Why wouldn't you want to stay in that? I don't get it. They want out though. That's all they want to do is get out. So. Uh, big field to roam in. Big fenced in field. No. No. All they want to do is bust out and destroy my barn and make a mess of everything. So, they got to go. I'm done with them. I give up. I, I Like I said, I can't do it anymore. So, hopefully that will happen sooner than later because I'm ready to clean up my barn and have it actually not smell like crap. It's just disgusting. Uh That's more than probably anybody who's not a farmer wanted to know about sorry um yeah so we stayed in and on Tuesday I did a bunch of did all the chores watered the chickens fed um I I guess this has been a good thing for me because I am kind of getting a good picture on how much work he actually does and I'm glad I'm glad he does as much work as he does because he uh it's good for him he is going to be working the rest of his life, so to start now is, is, is a good thing. To have a good understanding of what hard work is and what taking time to do work is, it's, that's, a, that's a, positive, it's a positive thing as far as I'm concerned. So, I mean, I think Total, if I were to feed and water all the animals and get and collect eggs and do everything that, that he does every night, I mean, it runs about an hour worth of work. So, it's a, it's a good deal. Plus, we have chicks... I told y'all about the chicks. They just sort of piled up in the basement. Those all are about to go outside because they're finally big enough. But So, feeding and watering them, and I cleaned out their pen. Oh, and I also, this is what happens when you have an 11 year old kind of <laughs> handling everything. I go down in the basement the first night to handle these chicks, and I'm like, that's weird. It smells like mildew and like just like a swamp, like a swamp almost down here. What in the world is that? Oh, it's where he needed to rig up the, uh, heat lamp. Here's something, if you didn't know it, when chicks are born and they're not with their mama, they have to have a, a heat lamp to keep them alive. So yeah, he needed to rig up the heat lamp to plug it in. And so, uh, he unplugged the sump pump because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? He unplugged the sump p- pump So, he could uh, plug in his heat lamp. So, I had about a, I don't know, four inches of standing stagnant water down in the part where it's supposed to be running the sump pump. So, another good reason, another good byproduct of him being gone is that I probably would have never known that. And I guarantee he never would have told me because obviously he didn't before he left. (laughs) Just stagnant water standing stagnant water in my basement awesome so kicked that on got all that taken care of cleaned up the basement a little bit uh yeah it's a cellar by the way I don't want you all to picture like you're we're your walking finished basement with a bunch of chicks and and standing water like it's definitely a a cement like ordeal it's not like there's not like a uh a sectional with a, a TV on the, on the wall and a, and a wet bar behind it. No, no, no. It's like a, <laughs> it's a, a cement, like just room basically. It's a mess. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing. And last night I did, uh, got the babies picked up by my mom for the evening and, uh, my daughter and I went and had sake, Japanese sake. Here's what I'm going to say. Now, if you like uh, sushi, there were the people across the table from us that had sushi, and it looked pretty legit. It looked like it was pretty good. But here's what I'm going to say, though. Like, white people, we are so gullible. I'm sorry. You know what it was? It was a pile of fried rice, four pieces of shrimp grilled in some soy sauce, and a chicken breast. Maybe a quarter of a chicken breast diced up. 20 bucks. $24. <laughs> like, come on! Just because they blow some fire on the grill in front of your face. And then, you know, of course they do the uh, the volcano. Uh, onion volcano. And, you know, all this other jazzy stuff. At one point he was flipping, flipping broccoli at everyone. Trying to get them to catch it in their mouth. Yeah, I mean those places are brilliant I love it I love when I go to a place like that and I'm like this food is crap but this place is packed you couldn't find a seat it was packed to the top the food wasn't anything spectacular it definitely could have made it right in my right in my house but you know what they're killing it and I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't hate them for it I think it's awesome take care of yourself do it but uh yeah I don't I don't know it's just funny for me, places like that. Like, like uh, another one would be like the melting pot. That place is outrageous. So expensive. You know what it is? Little tiny pieces of meat cut up in a hot pot of oil. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, and then they call it fondue to make it sound fancy. No, what it is is little pieces of meat, little pieces of raw meat uh, in, a, in a boiling pot of oil. Like you could definitely do that in your own home and probably have less risk of getting some uh, salmonella poisoning from the raw from the food still being raw because how does a kid know when to how when a food's completely cooked i don't even know so how how are they supposed to know it's a mess but those types of places i can't get mad at them they're killing it and i think it's uh it's all about it's all about the american dream folks so do what you got to do yeah american dream Get your money, Saki. Get your money. I don't. I'm not mad at you for it, <laughs> even though your food is kind of basic and uh, the presentation. I guess you pay for the. You. Pro, you I'm sure you play, pay for a big blast of fire in your face. Exciting. Uh money. Just spending money on just ridiculousness. Uh, we also went shopping and got some clothes at Old Navy. Here's the thing, old Navy's clothes are made by the chil- by children's hands in places like Vietnam and Cambodia. We all know that uh but you know what their stuff's kind of cute. They used to be that they you know their stuff was kind of flashy, especially their kid clothes. I didn't really get into it, but found some cute stuff, found some cheap stuff. Here's how I know that their stuff's made in sweatshops. I mean, it says right on there, like Vietnam, Cambodia, Philippines, so you know that. But uh, back when I was in college, I was scheduled to go on a mission trip to Cambodia. There was a, a missionary couple who was, like, sent from my church, and they were going to host me and another girl there for a couple, like, ten days or something. And so we were scheduled to go there over the summer, and the... the I thought it was the strangest thing, and I'm like, well, it makes sense. The wife of the missionary couple was like, be sure to bring uh, plenty of money because all of the Old Navy, Gap, uh, Express, like, all of those mall shops have, I mean, they're sweatshops over, (laughs) over there, and she said, like, you can go to the market and buy things for pennies, so it was like yeah you're going on a mission trip I might as well get a good deal while you're there but uh yeah it ends up we didn't end up going at all because there was as it as it usually is in Cambodia there was a some type of political unrest and they shut down any incoming travel missionaries anything like that so we didn't get end up getting to go and I didn't get any cheap gap clothes bummer I like gap too they're, they're as basic as they come, and that, that's why I love them. Just plain, plain, and plain. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah, my daughter, I convinced her to buy some clothes that weren't bright pink and glittery, so that was a win. She is just... I was telling her sitter this morning, she wasn't awake when I left, but I was really kind of hoping she did would wake up, because I was really interested to know why her speary duck boots that I got her last year were out in the hallway she's like I think she just got mad at them and threw them out I don't know she hated those things as popular as they were she hated those boots so much she said they looked like poop and she couldn't stand them I fought her to wear them like I only made her wear them at that finally I fought I stopped like trying to get her to wear them Because they were cute I just only made, them wear, made her wear them When it made sense Like when there was snow on the ground Or it was raining or something She still hated it She didn't care She hated, <laughs> she hated them They're so cute They're black and brown And she said they look like poop But she couldn't do it So yeah But I did, I did convince her To buy some clothes That weren't a uh, pink, purple At one point She held up a, a pink and purple tank top And she was like This shirt has my two favorite colors I have to have it I was like, oh my gosh, could you be more girly? I can't handle it. Um, but she's also filthy. She'll just stay dirty. I, I want, Oh, this is the other thing. Talking about spending money on overpriced crap. We're in the checkout line for Old Navy. They've got a whole rack of candy bars. I didn't think anything of it. She did pretty good eating her dinner. We're out on a girl's night. We're living it up. She wants a Kit Kat bar. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead so she gets it we ring it up i pull out the receipt wow navy are you caught charging people two dollars and fifty cents for little candy bars this wasn't a king size either this was just a regular old Kit Kat. yeah two dollars and fifty cents for a flipping Kit Kat bar it made me so mad i wanted to take it back in there and return it so then i open it up she's like you can't have any i'm like the hell i can't I paid for this thing. I paid a triple inflated price for it. I'm eating a piece of this Kit Kat bar. And I did. I broke off one of them. Break me off a piece. I broke one off and I ate it. But yeah, she's eating this Kit Kat bar. She's got chocolate smeared. I mean, I'm t- I'm not even exaggerating from one end of her face to the other. I'm like, how could you possibly have had eat this one little Kit Kat bar and have so much chocolate on your face? She says, well, it started to melt like that makes like that explains it It started to melt so I just smeared it all I smeared the melted chocolate all over my face that makes total sense so anyway we had a good time you know I think that's one thing when that I've I hope that other parents do and I try to do is is how important it is to spend one-on-one time especially if you have multiple children how important it is to spend one-on-one time with your children Um, and it doesn't need to be like something out and and planned and organized and fancy I honestly as we're walking out the door it was so hot yesterday and the mall that we went to was outside like one of those outside you know almost like an outlet type thing but I was almost was like man we should just stay in and like all do her hair and we'll paint her nails and and look she would have had just as much fun doing that and we we probably would have you know we would have had more time because there was less time driving and you know a lot of time driving or whatever but you know she liked that we were able to talk the whole way there and the whole way back without babies interrupting or crying without my son making his little (laughs) 11 year old mean comments you know here and there so just that time with her um you know, it was really good. She drives me crazy. I'll, I'm going to ta- say this, and I'm not ashamed because this is real. This is real talk. This is uh, honest talk. And if, if you have a kid, out of, if you have multiple children, you know there's one that more than likely is exactly like you. And so that's why you just butt heads. I knew this was going to happen when I had a daughter because this is me and my mom. We butt heads and, and fought like cat and dog through my uh entire adolescent years and so I knew when I had a daughter that was going to be the case and I'm I'm correct she is she's actually a lot like me but also very different in that her she's much more creative than me she's always been like kind of an artist and I just you know just kind of slow like I can see her when she gets older like wearing a lot of Flowy skirts. If I had to project, I would say at some point in her life, she's going to have dreadlocks. Like maybe some weed, some down somewhere down the road. Yeah, I mean, I can just project. That's just her mentality. We. I found a shirt, and I swear, I wish it was. It wasn't in her size. It made me so mad. It said, uh, "Living that sloth life," and had a picture of a sloth on the front of it. And that's her. She just. There's no time. Like she is just. Just chill. The slow. I don't think I've ever seen her do anything fast. Uh, it's all like she. I don't think she actually even understands what it means to hurry. She has no concept of it. So that's one thing that I really had to uh, just be conscious of. And you have to watch this with kids. Is I don't want to squash that. Like that's her personality, and I think it's so cool it but it does drive me crazy because i am a very fast-paced let's go let's go let's go person i don't like to waste time i'm not too much interested in art or being i'm definitely not creative i can i can follow a recipe or a pinterest uh design quick easy but if it comes to like coming up with something on my own no I can't I got nothing but she will I mean she'll come up with the craziest stuff it's so cool but I've had to really work at not squashing that you know part of her personality because I think that it's you know she needs to be like me or she needs to be a different way that's who she is and I just gotta just kind of have to deal with it (laughs) and we're a lot of times you know we're trying to leave and this was yesterday I'm trying to leave and she don't. she's like walking out the door and doesn't have her shoes on. I'm like, where are your shoes? What are you doing? She's just a, I call her a space cadet. Her head's in the clouds the majority of the time. She's just out there. So, but like I said, the school wants to send me a letter telling me that they've tested her and that she's gifted. Okay. Whatever you say, dudes. Like, <laughs> I don't know. She is so smart, though. She's super smart, so I'm not surprised. But if you were to interact with her, you'd be like, well, "This kid is just out in left field. What in the world?" Uh, but love her heart. I'm I'm so glad. I'm it was cool to spend time with her this week. I don't really ever get to do that very much. So, um. Hi. Yeah, so here's a couple things that have happened. This is just obviously me rambling because I I wanted to be able to record something today. But um here's a couple things that have been going on that uh have been interesting. I uh I had a little interaction with a, a gentleman on the highway the other day. Thought I'd talk about it. Um so I'm going down the highway and you know, I I'll say this, and I know it's bad. Look, I know this. I know it's bad. I know it's dangerous. I know it's not the right thing for me to do. But uh, I will sometimes be on my phone when I'm driving. I can ask my kids, and they'll wrap me out quick. Um, I don't text when I drive. I always, if I do, I do the voice to text. I rarely even do that because I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like doing that. But uh, I will be like picking music or. Maybe like looking at a video. you know, I'm not, it's bad. It's, I know it's bad. So, but I, but here's the thing this time I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. I was just driving, like just carrying along. All of a sudden I hear this guy laying on his horn, just laying on it heavy. And I look behind me and I'm like, what is he doing? And I can see his face. He is screaming just maniac screaming i'm like what is wrong with this guy is something going on like my taillights out or i got a flat tire or something bad's happening he's screaming so then he proceeds to uh come up beside me and is still laying on his horn is still screaming out his window and i'm just kind of glancing over at him like what is wrong with this maniac so what I gathered from his hand motions and from the little bits and pieces that I caught of his uh, screaming was that I must have, that he saw or thought that I was swerving on the road. I, maybe I was. There's, you know, there's no telling. But here's the thing, and this is why I refuse to engage in any type of road rage, do you does this guy not consider the possibility that it was probably more dangerous for him to be staring at my car screaming full-on two hands like making all kinds of hand motions to inform me that I was being a dangerous driver uh does anybody see the irony in that come on buddy I just ignored him I didn't say anything there was no middle finger I don't because here's the other thing, Why I will not engage in uh, road rage, people will shoot you quick. Like, people carry guns and they get mad and they will not think twice if they don't think that you're being, uh, you're responding the way that they want you to or they don't like uh, what you've done or they think you've done them wrong in some way or shape or form you could easily get shot and like i've said before the last thing that i'm trying to do is get shot so yeah i did not engage him i did not engage that gentleman and then he he eventually ended up kind of swerving behind me and uh and got off on the exit but he he i got, i hope he felt better i hope he felt better about screaming at me being reckless causing a uh, like a, he just here's the other part like he just looked like an idiot. He looked like an idiot. What are you doing? You're screaming at me to tell me that I'm driving dangerous. You're driving dangerous, sir. Cut it out. Yeah. So that was one that was one situation that I thought was uh just I'll be honest with you folks. This week has been pretty mundane. Hasn't really been a lot of uh a lot of things that have come up that I that I even care to talk about. But um, two other things I thought of. On This was actually back on Sunday. So my son left for camp on Monday morning. So Sunday, you know, what do you do? Where do you go? <laughs> this is everybody. Where do you go if you're getting ready to go on vacation or you're getting ready to send your kids to camp or something? Tell me. Everybody answer together walmart because why because walmart has freaking everything and it's just easier to do a one-stop shop i think that's like isn't that their little tagline one-stop shopping yeah it's true much as i want to hate it i swear i got out i got to the end of the trip it's sunday afternoon place is packed get to the front one checkout one checkout line open I i lost my mind you know what i do I don't even care. You want to have one checkout line open? Guess what? I'm opening all the snacks in the line, and we're having a big smorgasbord of snacks before we even check out. (laughs) Of course, I pay for all of them, but I mean, we're eating. We're just opening pops, uh, drinking soda, like just eating chips and, and cookies. I'm that person. I don't care. You want to have one checkout line open and make me stand in line for 40 minutes to check out? I'm eating some snacks while I wait, so Sorry. Uh, but, yeah, went to Walmart, got all the stuff. I'm sure $200-something later, got everything that I needed for camp. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and then it's like we're kind of pushing time because we've got to get him completely packed. we got to, you know, I want him to get to bed and get a good night's sleep. I got other stuff I need to do. So I'm going to run through, you know, this is his last, like, non-camp meal for a week. So he chooses Sonic for dinner. Which is fine. Like, they have good slushies. That's his favorite thing is a slushie. He don't care about the food. He'd be happy just to have the slushie. So, I get up there, give him my order, go to pay. She hands me my receipt. I'm like, uh, I just paid for somebody else's food. This is not my order. She's like, oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I'll fix it. So, then at five hours later... She comes back with that receipt. This was the funniest part. My total was $21.18. It literally took them probably 20 minutes to exchange that and then charge me or exchange the the other total and charge me my total. The other Here's the thing, though. The other total was $21.21. Why did somebody not have the sense to look at these two receipts and ask me... Are you okay with us just giving you three cents to cover the difference? Yeah, absolutely. I'm perfectly fine with that if it means I don't have to sit here. And, I mean, there's people behind me. Everybody's just getting out of line, getting out of line. This, is my, this goes back to my whole thing about slow food in a fast food restaurant. You'd think I'd learn by now, but, you know, obviously not. Um, so then, then they hand out the bags, and I'm like, um, this isn't right. Like none of this food is right, and she's like, "Well, what's the problem?" Of course, she's got an atti- now she's got an attitude. How are you going to have an attitude? You messed up my order, you know, my my pay, my receipt, and now you messed up my order. I've been sitting here for twenty minutes. So I was like, "You know what? Never mind, forget it." Well, then as I'm pulling out, I'm like, "Not only is it wrong, I don't even have all the food that I ordered." So I took the bags, I pulled into a parking spot. I went in. Now if you know if you're familiar with Sonic, I don't know if they're nationwide or not. I know I've been at one and I've been to one in Nashville. So I don't know if they how far out west they go, but it's like a car hop type place. You know, you pull in, you order, you can you can go through the drive-through or you can order your food at like a a car side order window and sometimes they'll come out on skates or whatever something. But So there's not like a sit down area inside of the actual restaurant. So you can't see them making the food or see the inside area. Oh my goodness. Sonic's now on my forever banned restaurant list. Because when I walked in there to tell them, please just refund my entire order. This is all wrong. I'm done with y'all. I couldn't hardly walk because my feet stuck to the floor. It was so disgusting. And I looked around and you could see it in their eyes. They were embarrassed because I looked around and I've never seen something so filthy in my life. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you can't see where your food's made, it's probably not good. It's probably not good. And I think they know that. Like, nobody can see how dirty it is in here. What do we care? It was bad. It was really bad, and I'm so glad that we didn't eat that food, so, anyway, you think I went home and, like, made hot dogs? No, we promptly drove down the road and went to Wendy's and <laughs> got, got our meal, and that was a good experience, so, but anyway, yeah, I mean, just another example of customer service being kind of crappy and just a poor, poor experience at a fast food restaurant, but, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know why it's not a more seamless process. It seems like it should be pretty simple, but always this kind of end up being an ordeal. So, the other thing that kind of popped up this week is that I found out that uh, some folks from my past that I'm not too friendly with, um, i mean, I'm, I'm indifferent. You know, it's not like i, I don't have anything against these, these people or any issue with this particular person, but uh, I'm indifferent. I could I could care less either one way or the other. But what I did find out is they apparently care about me a lot because they uh, have. Uh, I found out they were following me on Instagram, and then and then sharing um, sharing information about my life. And having discussions about me. And and letting people know that I had a podcast. Hey, here's what I have to say. Thank you. Thank you for promoting my podcast. Regardless of your uh, motive. I appreciate it. Because here's what what you got to know, folks. That I didn't know going into it. A lot of people who start podcasts... Either a were like public, like comedians, like a lot of comedians, or a lot of people who maybe already had a big following. And so, then when you see these podcasts of like people that have thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads, it's because when they like and they just started, they're not like no names, you know, like me off the street who just started a podcast, they've already been in the comedy industry for 10 years even while they're doing the podcast they're still traveling around and doing comedy shows or whatever they call them and uh, so then obviously every time they do a comedy gig they're promoting their podcast they're pushing it so I mean that's where a lot of these people's followers come from or it's I've seen too like people who had blogs or people who had like Facebook groups that they had set up. So people who already came with like a pretty big following and then podcasting is just another thing that they've added on. So then those people who were fans or followed them before just kind of jump on board and start, you know, now listening to their podcast. Well, obviously I'm like a nothing. So I don't have, I'm sure I didn't have a following before I started this podcast almost three months ago. But uh, so yeah, that's a big been a big part of it is that if I want to um, have people listen, then I have to self promote and I have to kind of stalk Twitter and and leave comments and tell people about it and leave things on my Facebook and on Instagram and kind of use these social media platforms to promote it, which I had been doing. And so I'm also, and just want to give a shout out and say thank you to anyone, whether you uh, have an issue with me or not, who's talking about the podcast. Uh, That particular person, I don't think her intentions were (laughs) too positive, but hey, promotion is promotion and I'll take it. Um, But yeah, it's been, it's been really interesting to kind of learn, learn the, uh, learn the ways of the podcast world. I think it's going to be huge. There's been a lot of stuff pop up, like uh, production companies just for podcasts, Uh, just stuff like that that's really coming along. You know, it's kind of going to be, I think it's going to end up kind of blowing up the way YouTube did. Like, there's going to be a lot of, there's a lot of ad money in it, there's a lot of podcasters that are doing ads and earning money off of that there's a lot of podcasters that are doing like live shows as their following grows and traveling around and so I mean I'm trying to do some live shows just kidding I don't want to go anywhere I got too many kids never mind <laughs> never mind so anyway I think that's about it for today I uh I didn't like I said it's been super I was starting to feel starting to record this and I was like this is so boring. I don't have anything going on. I don't have anything exciting going on. It's been very mundane, very boring days, uh, which is fine for me. I prefer it. I'll take it. I'm trying to figure out how to close out these last few weeks of summer with the kids and not have them be miserable. And I feel like I don't ever, uh, take them anywhere or do anything with them, so trying to figure out some stuff there, but, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just been working and kids, and I've been working a lot. I've been just running ragged, so it's not, there's not really been much time for anything else too exciting, but, uh, I hope y'all are having a great day, Thursday. I hope y'all really enjoyed. These past couple of guests that I have have been just A1, A+, one a plus rock star, just quality material. So I hope y'all have enjoyed listening to them and uh, I'll have some, like I said, this week has been, been kind of chaotic. I've got, um, I've got family in town, I've got some stuff with the foster kids going on this weekend and so just been kind of crazy. So I had, I didn't schedule any guests this week outside of uh, posting um, Dan on Monday. So, but hopefully Next week, my sister-in-law is in town, and I'm going to see if I can convince her to record her second episode with me and maybe get into some more serious topics with her, or maybe not. We might just run our mouse again like the last time, but uh, yeah, we're I'm going to get back on it. We're just, just kinda, kind of a crazy week this week, so look for that, and uh, I've got a couple other people, too. I know there were some follow-up questions for one of the guests um, that came about, so we're going to try to have her back on, Carrie. So she'll be scheduling, and then uh, Marilee, uh her husband, is uh, planning on coming on as my another male guest. So we'll get him get him scheduled too. But that's a uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty well mm-hmm. it. I've got another um, girl that I went to college with who's had uh, some crazy uh, health issues. She's got a cochlear implant and has had some tumor, brain tumor, things that mm-hmm. she's fought mm-hmm. on and off for quite a while. So she's going to come on. I'm really interested. I mean, I've caught her story on Facebook, but I'm really interested in hearing her entire, her whole story. So she'll be on too. And then uh, a guy that I worked camp with um, is going to maybe come on. And and we're just funny together. Like we're just, he said the other day, he was like, we're pretty well spirit twins. I was like, I agree. So uh, he's going to probably come on and uh, talk with us too. So lots to look forward to. I am, uh, I'm excited still to be participating in this, and, and, you know, you know I love to run my mouth, so that's, that's, that's a given, but, uh, so check out, uh, the group Facebook page for updates, It's Me Sam, if you do a search there, and then you can send an email anytime to its.me.sam.podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at It's Me Sam Podcast uh, on the Twitter. So send me a tweet or something. I don't know. I don't know how Twitter works. I'm still figuring it out. So, all right, y'all. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you the next time. All right, bye.